Welcome to the EHL Alumni Network podcast. I'm your host, Caroline. In this exciting series, we'll dive deep into the journeys of EHL alumni who embarked on a bachelor's adventure at EHL and then pursued master's degrees across the globe. Today, we welcome Estelle Muir to the podcast. After graduating from EHL in 2016, Estelle pursued a master's in real estate finance and investment at the University of the West of England in Bristol, United Kingdom. Since then, she's built a career in real estate investment, analysis and asset management. She currently works for Oxford Properties in London, but is on secondment to the company's asset management team in Paris. Welcome to the podcast, Estelle. Thank you so much. <laughs> Hi, Caroline. Hi. Um, first of all, I hear you're just back from climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. <laughs> that sounds like quite a challenge. How did it go? Yeah, it was uh, It was great. It was uh, for sure very intense uh, and a lot more challenging than I was uh, I was expecting, but uh, it was unbelievable and really uh, I'd recommend to anyone who's uh, considering just uh, need to be mentally prepared and get all the equipment and then just uh, just go for Amazing. it because it's uh, awesome. Yeah, that sounds very inspiring. <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> yeah. um, so let's start off. Can you tell us briefly what your master's involved? Yes, of course. So as you mentioned, I did a one-year uh, master program at the University of the West of England in Bristol in the United Kingdom. Uh, and it was a master in real estate finance and investment. So naturally, uh, I had modules on those topics, but I also did uh, real estate development, valuation, uh, economics, law and asset management. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great. Um, and so tell us a bit about this interest in real estate. Um, when you started your bachelor's at EHL, did you already have that in mind? as a career or were you thinking of something else? No, no, not at all. Uh, I started EHL thinking I would become a general manager of of a hotel chain. My sister at the time was studying architecture um, and so she would be the one designing each hotel around the globe and they will all have like the similar similar style uh, and basically we wanted to build the next uh, Atlantis wow. like you have in uh, the Bahamas in Dubai. <laughs> okay yeah. that's quite an aim. Things turned out differently. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay well how did you move from that to, to real estate then? <laughs> uh, so I mean as part of my, my bachelor degree I had to do two internships uh, and the second one I, I landed um, an internship in London working for CBRE who's um, a global real estate advisory firm. Uh, and I, I I really like numbers. I wanted to work in a finance related uh, role, and and real estate investment just seemed like uh, that it, it nicely combined the numerical skills that you need, uh, but whilst you work on like really tangible assets that you can you can walk uh, and see from uh, with your own eyes. Mm-hmm. And did you feel that a master's was necessary for this route? I think you you started started it or you graduated from EHL at a sort of difficult time in, in the market. Can you talk a bit about that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, I mean, when I did my, my internship, I realized that uh, working in, in hotel real estate in general wouldn't be a challenge coming from EHL because you had like such a, a strong, like the network was really strong. You had a lot of EHL people within the sector. So it was really helping and and people knew about EHL because they had to work with hotels. So it was split. Half the people in my team were from like a a hotel uh, hospitality management kind of like background and the other half was from a real estate. Uh, So I knew that like if I wanted to go into 
hotel real estate, it wouldn't be a problem. But that if I one day wanted to to work more um, a general commercial real estate, uh, maybe it'd be a bit a bit of a an issue just getting that um, legitimacy of working in in that sector that um, I didn't study for. Right. Okay. So you're sort of f- future proofing your career in a way. Yes, exactly. And also because when, as you mentioned, when I graduated uh, from EHL, the Brexit vote just uh, got approved. And so there was a lot of uncertainty in the market and people were not recruiting in in hotel uh, real estate at the time. So I thought, you know, I know I want to work in real estate, so why not just like open up other opportunities and whenever the hotel uh, real estate market recovers then I can always go back mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely um, and so I bet it was a great year in Bristol because I know that's a very uh, fun city <laughs> did you have a good time yes it was it was really awesome uh, for anyone who hasn't uh, hasn't been yet and uh, I really recommend going and putting Bristol on your uh, to the list it's uh, it's super vibrant uh, very str- uh, very very young community um, there's a lot of students and and there's a strong as well uh, street art culture because Banksy was from there uh, so really really cool mm-hmm. fantastic and apart from the fun <laughs> academically mm-hmm. what was your um what were the sort of challenges of your masters and did you feel sort of well prepared by the bachelor's that you you'd done yeah uh, i think the biggest challenge for me was the the style of of teaching it was very different from ehl in the sense of it was a lot of um uh, assessment like alone writing essays and and doing a lot of reading on your own time uh, so there was I think over the one year program I only had one group work which is so different from EHL uh, but at least I completely aced it because <laughs> I had so much experience working with like different different types of people and dynamics uh, that it really helped but I think that that was the biggest uh, biggest challenge just adapting to a new way of um, of studying really. Mm-hmm. Was it a very international environment there as well? Because obviously EHL is, you were sort of used to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was fairly uh, fairly international. I'd say maybe like 50% um, uh, British and then 50% from, from really all over the world. So it was, it was pretty cool. Not as, yeah, I'd say maybe not, not as international just because like the wider university maybe was, was more... Uh, British, but um, but it was still international. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, and so then, after graduating, you went back to rejoin the same company in London that you, you where you did your internship during EHL. Obviously, you said your masters was more sort of about the long term view. I would guess that probably you could have joined that rejoined that company without the masters. Do you think? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Because it was it was hotel real estate. So I think uh, I mean I I know I was in the process of rejoining when the Brexit yeah, happened. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But can you tell us a bit since then how your masters has been useful? How has it aided your career progression? Yeah. Definitely. So as you said, when I when I uh, I graduated from from my master, I went straight uh, back into the, the the same company I was in and same same team, just slightly different team. And the reason for that is that when I I was doing my master, so it kind of like helped indirectly. I had a summer summer break and I decided to to work um, in the sector. And I got an internship with uh, a guy I heard about when I was in London, uh, but went back to to Dublin, to Siberia, Dublin. And so he kindly got me on board. And when I was uh, working with him in Dublin, got promoted to to take, uh, uh, be in charge of uh, a, a team in London. So whenever I finished uh, studying, I said, okay, you're mostly in London now. I want to work with you. So can I come? Uh, and that's how I, I, I ended up there. And I did... 
I stayed for three years at CBR in London. Um, really enjoyed it. I learned a lot. And then I got to that point. First, it was COVID. Uh, so it was, the again, the market, not the greatest. And and I was not learning so much at that time. Uh, there's been a lot of change in the management. And I was just thinking, okay, now is kind of like the time. Either you stick to hotel real estate or you kind of like take a step to the side. So not to say that a step back, but step to the side and learn about like other other sectors and then build like a career in, in wider commercial real estate. And that's that's what I what I did. And I think the master, sorry to answer your question, the master really helped me get the confidence that I, you know, I knew enough uh, to to pursue like a career in, in wider commercial real estate. Mm-hmm. Okay. And can you tell tell us a little bit about what your role is at Oxford Properties, what you're doing exactly? Yes, uh, sure. So when I when I joined, I joined the investment team first. So I was working on um, acquisition and disposition. So in my first year at Oxford, I did, uh, I acquired a um, a labs like research labs in Cambridge that was uh, leased to AstraZeneca at the time. It was again COVID and, and vaccine time, so very very topical. Um, I bought a, I mean the team, but together we bought um, a portfolio of logistics assets in Denmark. We sold the 350 million uh, office in Paris uh, and sold like a, a retail luxury retail in, in London. So super varied, uh, pan European. So that was that was really something I was I was interested in. Uh, I wanted to to get the exposure to different markets, um, and then in. February this year, so in, in 2023, uh, I got the opportunity to come to Paris for a year and look after the asset management of the assets that we own. So at the moment, we have four assets in, in Paris and I look after three of them, uh, two offices and, and one luxury retail. Mm-hmm. So you're dealing with um, tenants and the clients who, who occupy those offices, is that right? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So everything everything to do with the, the buildings. Um, so you've got negotiating new leases, uh, dealing with the, the works, refurbishment works or approving uh, large maintenance works as well, and and also taking care of the tenants, as you said, and ensuring that they have the best experience possible uh, in our buildings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And your hospitality skills come in handy for that, I imagine. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And and what do you like about it? It sounds like quite a sort of high stakes industry. Quite you getting having quite an impact on a global scale. Uh, how do you how do you feel about that? You enjoy it. Yeah, I really love it, and it's um, you really feel that you you can have a, a direct impact on on people's life. Uh, I mean, you know, you spend a lot of time at work, for example. So, uh, owning owning an office block and having your your tenants there, and they go to work every day, and you want to make sure that really they 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 have the best possible uh, setup to to thrive in in what they do. So it really helps their work rather than being like um, causing any any issue in in doing their uh, their everyday jobs Mm -hmm. okay um and today you mentioned earlier that the ehl um alumni network ehl graduates are everywhere and (laughs) you encounter them in your industry um has that been the same for the university of west of england and how are those networks helping you yeah so i mean the i think the ehl network is so special uh, i've never seen anything anything like that uh, so strong and i was at ehl's uh, 130 years anniversary uh, last last week uh, in paris uh, organized by the the group here and it was just awesome like 
seeing all of the the people from like finishing in different years, all with different experiences, working in different industries, and still like we all have something super strong in common. Um, so I'd say the the network at UWE was clearly not as strong, but the reason for it, I think as well, is the fact that uh, it's a university with loads of different programs and people studying, you know, from chemistry to uh, mathematics, uh, going through real estate. So you really have like a wide range and people, they don't necessarily have the same interest. Um, and so you have less of a, of a bond, whereas like at EHL, because we all study the same topic, really. Uh, you you feel really strongly about like being connected with with people. Yeah, yeah. Can you immediately identify an EHL uh, graduate when you come across them? Is there like a secret code? <laughs> uh, you, I, I don't know if you can uh, because, uh, but you you can feel that you know they could potentially like be uh, be EHL alumni for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and so going back to your masters, do you have any tips or advice for EHL graduates who might might be considering this masters? Uh, yes, I mean for for anyone really considering a master, and that's what I, what I say to my friends and people I encounter. I'd say, uh, in my opinion, you shouldn't do a master just for the sake of doing a master. Uh, maybe France is the only only exception because uh, I think here mentality is changing. But I feel a lot of companies like would not really consider you if you don't have a master, which is a big shame. But hopefully, it would change with time. But otherwise, like in general, I'd say. If if someone is curious about a topic and they really want to know more about it, or they can see how it's going to help um, develop their their career and and open up like exciting opportunities, go for it and and really focus on of course like the ranking of the university because it's going to be like its uh, reputation, but then also like the the modules that you're going to have to to study for because it needs to be interesting like really doing it on top of like your your bachelor degree, so you want it to to really bring something to to your knowledge um yeah and then i mean if you if you can get a job that you you enjoy and uh and you learn a lot from then you know just go into it and maybe you do a master later yeah yeah and so far is your career in real estate everything everything you hoped it would be yeah uh it's 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 really great uh i'm the kind of person who's uh i i, I kind of like go with the flow um so Whenever I feel like there's a change that needs to happen, uh, something comes up and yeah, and I just like follow the flow and it's, it's bringing me to uh, really great places so far. So yeah, very happy. Brilliant. Okay. Um, well, just to finish off, I've got a few quick fire questions for you that I'm uh, asking everyone. Uh, so first of all, what's the best thing about studying at EHL for you? I would have to say it's got to do with, with the people. Uh, people that you meet, uh, you develop such strong relationships. Uh, I think it's it's really something special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you could describe the experience of your masters in three words, what would you say? It was interesting, fun, and challenging. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. That's a good combination. <laughs> and lastly, what's your biggest wish for your career now? What really matters to me is to always keep on learning. Uh, so. Yeah, I'd say my my only wish is that I always learn and discover new things, new concepts, meet new people, and I think as long as you do that, you you, you know you're doing pretty yeah, well. Yeah. And do you still have that uh, Atlantis project with your sister in your head <laughs> <laughs> for one day? No. So, funnily enough, she she left the architectural field and she joined CBR <laughs> right. uh, two months after I I left. So she's in real estate as well now. Okay. So uh, w- who knows? Maybe we do something yeah, else together. You never know. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Estelle, for joining us today um, and sharing you your journey me. with us. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, join us again next time for more stories from EHL alumni who have embarked on master's degrees across the world. Until then, goodbye. <laughs>